This message comes from NPR sponsor Carvana. Shop for your next car the convenient way, 100% online with Carvana. Getting pre-qualified takes less than two minutes. Then see your real terms as you shop. Visit Carvana to finance your dream car the convenient way. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. Congressional leaders released the text of six annual appropriation bills that are expected to come up for a vote on Thursday, ahead of President Biden's annual State of the Union address to Congress. That leaves another six bills to be negotiated ahead of a March 22nd shutdown deadline. NPR's Eric McDaniel has more. The agencies in this package are the less contested battlefields in the appropriations fight. The Department of Agriculture, Housing and Urban Development, Transportation and Veterans Affairs, along with a few others, funding those agencies through September 30th. The bills will lose support without the partisan policy riders that some House Republicans had been pushing for, so Speaker Mike Johnson will have to rely on Democratic support to pass the bills. After the vote this week, Congress will have until March 22nd to sort the harder six bills, including funding for the Departments of Defense and Health and Human Services. Lawmakers are already five months late to these deals. They'd been extending funding for just a few weeks or months at a time, hampering federal agencies' ability to plan. Eric McDaniel, NPR News, Washington. A Supreme Court decision could come as soon as tomorrow in the case about whether former President Donald Trump can be kicked off the ballot in Colorado over his efforts to undo his loss in the 2020 election. The Colorado Supreme Court says he's disqualified from being president again and ineligible for the state's primary. This is Super Tuesday when voters in 15 states and one territory, including Colorado, choose their primary candidate. And Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley says she doesn't feel obligated to support Donald Trump if he wins the Republican nomination. No, I think I'll make what decision I want to make, but that's not something I'm thinking about. Speaking there on NBC's Meet the Press. The Sierra Nevada region is forecast for another round of heavy snow between one to two feet. That starts tomorrow. That's on top of the knee-deep snow already accumulated over the past few days. And Pierce Juliana Kim reports. It's been nonstop snow and strong winds in the Sierra Nevada. Those conditions are improving, but the National Weather Service says another storm is brewing, and that one will likely last until Wednesday. Over the weekend, tens of thousands of households in California and Nevada experienced power outages. The storm also forced closures at Yosemite National Park, several Lake Tahoe ski resorts, and a section of Interstate 80. Yosemite National Park reopened partially Sunday. The California Highway Patrol says it's unclear when they'll reopen the freeway. Juliana Kim, NPR News. As fighting rages on in Gaza, ceasefire talks were held today in Cairo. Mediators are trying to broker a deal that would pause the fighting and free some of the hostages held by Hamas. This is Benny Gantz, a member of Israel's war cabinet, heads to Washington to meet with Vice President Harris this week. You're listening to NPR News from Washington. University of Iowa women's basketball standout Caitlin Clark broke college basketball's all-time scoring record for men or women this afternoon in the Hawkeyes' 93-83 win over Ohio State. Greg Eklund has more from Iowa City. Caitlin Clark needed 18 points to break the record previously held by Pete Maravich. She hit a pair of free throws before halftime to snap it. She says while growing up, she didn't envision being an all-time record holder. Like, honestly, if you would have told me that before my college career started, I would have laughed in your face and been like, you know, you're insane. And, like, I've always been able to score the ball, but I don't think 
people really understand how many amazing players have come before me and like been able to score the ball. Clark finished with 35 points in the win. She has 3,685 career points going into the Big Ten tournament. For NPR News, I'm Greg Eklund. At the weekend box office, Dune Part 2 took the top spot with an estimated $81 million in ticket sales. It's the first major hit so far this year. Its global take, $178 million. In second place, Bob Marley won love with $7 million. And Ordinary Angels, Madam Webb, and The Chosen Season 4, Episode 7 to 8, Round out the top five, all taking in more than $3 million this weekend. Asian markets are trading higher at this hour. The Nikkei, the main market in Japan, is up about six-tenths of a percent. The Asia Dow is up one-tenth of a percent. U.S. futures contracts are trading in mixed territory. I'm Janine Herbst, NPR News in Washington.